Hi, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza, a 16-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, doing my best to explain what is going on in the world of us crazy teens. So my first segment this week is kind of new, shaking it up, something odd. So as I've mentioned before, I watch makeup videos, videos of people reviewing makeup, talking about makeup, whatever, when I'm stressed out. So like during midterm studying time, the past two weeks, I've watched literally maybe hours of them, hours upon hours, just like really trying to chill myself out, which is totally a weird pastime. And I know that, but it's, I find it incredibly calming. While I was watching these makeup videos, there was a weird link to like someone unboxing toys. And I was like, what, what is this? So I clicked on it. And the weirdest thing happened, which is that when the people went to unbox the toys, there was this crinkly silver paper. They were pulling it open and I got chills all over my head, which was so weird. And I never had that happen before, I don't think. But it was like, it felt like my brain was like pushing out of my skull. And I realized that I probably had this thing called ASMR which is where certain sounds make you react really weirdly. So for some people, it's like whispering or crinkling or I don't know, a lot of different things. I've looked it up and I think it's becoming a known thing, but I guess this is what it is where you're super sensitive to certain kinds of noises. So all of these things are so calming. People opening things makes you're like, I got chills all over. It's just the most bizarre thing. So I know that's not really, um, you know, pop culture, teenager related, but something totally weird that I wonder if anyone else has. So let me know at elizastarting at gmail.com if anyone has that, because I've been looking it up and it looks like a lot of people do, but I honestly have no sense of proportion. But now something more legitimately teenagery is something I am stressed about. Oh boy. And this one is very stressful, which is the junior college night. Now, this happened about two weeks ago at my school. Um, But I'm just getting around to finally being able to talk about it because it was a little traumatic. So basically, my school got some, you know, college counselors to come talk to the children of my grade and the parents of the grade about starting the college application process. What do you need? How important are all these various aspects? When do you tour? What's touring like? How to find the right college for you? And I know we all know that it was meant to make us feel like, oh, we're in good hands. It's so calming. But oh, my goodness, we all flipped afterward. I mean, people were posting like, I'm dead inside, I'm crying, I'm panicking. And I guess for the parents, they'd been going to meetings about college for some time. So it was like, oh yeah, we've heard this. But for us, it was like being thrust into this huge thing that we've all been kind of pretending isn't really going to happen. Like some of us have taken standardized tests already. But after that, it was like, this is really real. Second semester, we're going to have college admissions meetings and have to look at colleges and think about applications and our GPAs and resumes and everything. And so that was really, really scary to be in a room full of like 120 children and double that when it comes to parents. And you're sitting in between your parents and all of the children are looking at each other freaking out and all the adults are freaking out. And there are five people on stage talking to us. Oh my gosh, my heart is beating quickly just thinking about it. I know the parents are stressed out, But I don't think they realize how panicky all the children are. Some people don't tell their parents how stressed out they are. But then when it's all of us together, we panic. So if you have a teenage child in the throes of, you know, all that stuff I'm going through right now, 
treat them well, please, because they're quite fragile. And now it is time for the oversharing segment in which I have a perfect example of that fragility. So I was doing my SAT studying session the other day. It was me, my tutor named Jordan, and my fabulous dog Barnaby sitting in a room. And I was, of course, studying hard, trying my best. When I was like, hmm, what's Barnaby doing? And Jordan said, oh, not much. He's just sniffing around. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And just as I looked over, Barnaby peed on the floor. As I'm saying this, I'm glad my mom's not with me right now because I don't think she knows that he did that and she would not be pleased. Anyway, he peed on the floor and as he was peeing on the floor, I freaked out and I stood up. And as I stood up, I knocked over my Diet Coke can all over the dining room floor and everything went everywhere and I couldn't tell what was what and I had to sprint into the other room and grab napkins and paper towels and everything and try to fix it and meanwhile I was trying to keep studying for the SAT and I just stood there and was like I cannot do this like I was in the middle of midterms everything is just so stressful it was like the dog is still running around and I can't catch him pity your children you don't wish you were one of us right now because Everything that could happen is happening, including horrible, horrible combinations, the perfect storm of pee, Diet Coke, and SAT studying. In fact, I was so stressed out after that, I was like at my breaking point that um, Jordan just said, you know what, Um, we've done enough for tonight, I'm just gonna leave you. And he walked out and I was like, you know what, that's a really nice thing of him to do because I don't know if I could have gone back to studying sanely. I think I would have just screwed up every problem. Maybe I'm dramatizing it, but I really don't think I was dramatizing it because as Jordan left, my dad walked in and like freaked out when he saw me because I was standing there like deep breathing, like it's going to be okay, Liza. It's going to be okay. While it's still with the knowledge that like 10 minutes after that, I was going to have to go study for my physics, math, and English midterms and my history essay. And I don't mean to sound whiny about this, and I'm sorry if I do, but truly it is a just a hurricane right now. So wish me luck that it'll get better and then you won't have to hear all of my um, academic drama anymore. Um, so now something that I am done with, which is procrastination uh, for the most part. Um, in my midterm studies, often in the past, it's been like, oh, you know, leading up to the days, I'll study and maybe I'll watch some Netflix while I'm studying or maybe I'll text while I'm studying or listen to music, or listen to a podcast, and it's fine, I'll do fine, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens, I'm sure everyone's doing the same thing as I am, so it's going to be okay, and then once it gets to the midterm, you know, with science, something I'm really not that good at, it ends up being okay, or maybe I'm really kind of annoyed at myself, and then I look back, and I'm like, why on earth were you doing what you just did? Obviously, you didn't know it well enough. Obviously, when you quizzed yourself, you didn't know things well enough. Why would you have done that to yourself? So this year, I just decided that wasn't going to happen, and I wasn't going to lie to myself by saying, like, oh, well, I did badly, but I didn't try, so for all I know, if I had tried, I would have done really well, because that is just, that's not cutting it, and it's honestly just not worth it to lie to yourself that way. So this year, I honestly tried really hard. I went to my dad's office because it was empty one day, and I spent literally like five or six hours just doing pre-calc, just doing physics, and 
I tried really, really hard. And honestly, it felt better this year on the physics thing than it's felt in any other sciences. And I really do not have a very good head for science, but hopefully it went well. And I, I really do think that's because I was just like, you know what, if I've got to power down because it's way better to feel like you had a bad week, but you killed it and made it worth it in the end than to feel like, yeah, I slacked off. Now I have a bad exam and I didn't even have that much fun because I was stressing the whole time. So ultimately, I would definitely say that procrastination is something that I just kind of am done with. The guilt of it is not worth it. And the bad feeling when you get a grade you're not pleased with is definitely not worth it. Besides, the more work you get done in one time, the more you can just chill later if you have time for chilling, which, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll find out that I do once I've quit procrastination. So that's definitely something I would say helps. So that is what I'm done with. I'm done with procrastination. I mean, as much as I can be. It's going to be pretty hard to quit entirely, but I will do my best. Wish me luck. So that is that for this week. But before I go, a quick PSA, which is that this is my first time recording without my mom sitting next to me. So hopefully there isn't a giant difference in quality. If there is, I'm very, very sorry. Um, If you noticed a difference, then please let me know at Eliza starting at Gmail, E-L-I-Z-A starting at Gmail, because I'm honestly really curious. Hopefully it is basically the same podcast. I try my best. So thanks for listening and I will see you in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Thanks.